So it was it was difficult thinking ahead that uh, that I was going to be spending the rest of my life by, my, by myself. And uh, when I looked at the prospect of that, it, I I didn't really care for that. And Cliff, my son, had mentioned. He said, "Dad, it's it's." Uh, it's one of those things, this was after Janetta passed, he said it's one of those things where people who have had a really great marriage would love to replicate that. When we walk down the aisle and take the hand of our soulmates, we utter the words, until death do us part. And in those moments, it's nearly impossible to imagine a day when death would, in fact, separate the union that we thought would last forever. But as life would turn out, it does occur And it's perhaps the most difficult loss that can be experienced. But can there be love after such a deep loss? Today, we're gonna talk about it. I'm Ben Howe. Thank you for joining us on another episode of This Is Family. For sure, babe. And we're so very honored to have two of the most wonderful people we know joining us in the studio today. Brother Mick and Sister Barb East are here to talk about their experiences of each losing their first spouses and how even in the aftermath, love once again came over the horizon and they found a life together. So true. And and the Easts are such incredible people. Brother East has served in many places in kingdom work, but uh, he's perhaps most lovingly remembered as the Calvary icon Tater, the lovable hillbilly character who would (laughs) (laughs) interrupt services, right, with some really important announcements over the years, and uh, those were always really, really fun times. Sister East uh, was a teacher at CCS for many years, and she, of course, was loved by all of her students. Uh, Today, Brother and Sister East serve together on the greeting team, and they're always so ready with an easy smile and a warm welcome to every person who comes into service at Calvary. Brother and Sister East, thank you so much for joining us today on This Is Family. Thank you for having us. I for sure have been on the receiving end of those nice, warm smiles. And uh, we mentioned in the opening that you each lost your first spouses. Give us a picture of what that time was like for each of you. Well, for me, uh, it was a five-year journey for Janetta. Uh, with ovarian cancer, uh, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of procedures, a lot of chemo treatments, a lot of hospital stays. Um, and I tried to be by her side through through all of that, all that I could be. And uh, but it was it was very challenging. it was it was tiring, but it was it was something that I wouldn't trade that time either because it was a time where, uh, it built my faith because I saw along that that journey many miracles occur. Maybe they were small miracles, but we saw many miracles. Mm. Uh, it was also a time that we bonded uh, so close in that five-year period of time, and especially in that last month when, uh, whenever she was at home and I was able to care for her in hospice. Wow, incredible. Mr. East, tell us a little bit about Mine was very different. Um, Rick had been, we had gone to Jamaica for our 20th anniversary in December, came home and he had flu-like symptoms. Um, So the doctor treated him with some antibiotics. He didn't get better. Um, 
So he had called the doctor one day. He had retired in June. I should back up to that. Um, so he was at home. I was at work. I called to check on him, and he said they had ordered different medication. Picked that up. Um, when I got home, he had fallen in the bathroom. He didn't feel right. I took him to the emergency room about 7 o'clock on a Thursday evening. Um, they did blood work, and his white count was astronomical, and the doctor um, told us it was probably a leukemia. Um, we could have picked us up off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he was very, very healthy, never sick. Um, so um, we thought, okay, we're going to do this. So we'll get through it. My parents had had cancer and we would deal with whatever yeah. we needed to do. So um, he was hospitalized. I went home to take care of the dog. The next morning I got to the hospital. Um, they had put him back in intensive care because he was having trouble breathing. Um, they did a bone marrow. And then from there, things are kind of blurry. <laughs> his his white cells were attacking all of his organs. They wanted to do a procedure to get the white cells out of him. Um, and yet one of the doctors said he needed dialysis because his kidneys were shutting down. So it was just from bad to worse. And this is all happening so fast. Yeah, yes. happening so and fast. And by three o'clock, mm. he, had, he had coded and was gone. Yeah. My so goodness. just so, so overnight. From Thursday to... Just overnight. Thursday at seven o'clock to three o'clock on Friday, he was goodness. gone. Yeah. My wow. Goodness. So, so the five year journey for Brother East and the 24, 24. hours, not even mm -hmm. for you, Sister East. And yes. so, yeah, very, very different, very different. Um, journeys in that regard, both with the, with the same result. And man, I can't even, I can't even wrap my mind around um, the challenges. And Brother East, you said something earlier that I just wanted to ask you about because it was a, a very brief, quick statement, but taught me. You said maybe it was small miracles. And regardless of whether it was a five-year journey or Sister East for you, 24 hours, um, maybe, you know, miracles are miracles, right? Mm -hmm. So some of those small miracles, I mean, what what did that look like? I'm, I'm just really curious. Give me, give me a couple in... Sister East, if you have, even in that small, short time, how did God show up in those moments? I think for me, it was just, it was a peace. You know, it's so difficult to see your spouse uh, gradually go downhill and have so many challenges. Uh, but it was a peace through the whole process. And uh, God was faithful and he gave us strength. I I go back to that uh, on a regular basis. It was, there would be days that I would spend the night in the hospital. And if you've ever spent the night in the hospital, you don't sleep in the hospital. Yeah. They're in all the time. And I tried to be there with her with the, with an exception of a, a few nights. I was fortunate enough to be able to spend the nights with her. And, and it was one of those things where it, I didn't know if I was going to have the strength to get through a week in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And every day, Every day, God was faithful, hmm. just like the children of Israel with manna. He was faithful to give you the strength to oh. carry on, and and you had enough strength. Every day, you had enough strength. Yeah. And uh, God was very faithful. And we saw little miracles along the way with different procedures and, and uh, 
I, I came out of that five-year journey with more faith than I went into it with. Sister East, I know we, we prayed long and hard during that short period of time <laughs> for, for Rick uh, as a church. And, um, yeah, and I, and I could feel that. Mm. Um, I think it was, everything is just such a, it happened so fast yeah. that um, God gave me strength mm-hmm. and I can look back and see that as mm-hmm. a miracle. I think I recognize more miracles maybe after um, when I, like his business, an example would be his business things. I didn't really, mm-hmm. I wasn't his secretary. I didn't keep charge of that stuff. So when it came to having to do the taxes for the business, things like that, I would pray, God, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need your help. And the lady that I was able to get a hold of a lady that did his taxes each year, and she was kind enough to come to the house and help me go through his files and get what we needed. Mm-hmm. And um, and to me, that's a miracle. Sure. And just little things along the way. Insurance was um, medical insurance that I was supposed to be covered on. I was only 54 at the time. Um, and uh, I didn't have insurance through school, but his insurance was supposed to continue to carry me. And there were some... Things that didn't work out the way they were, but I just prayed and God helped. He just made a way. Um, he just opened doors and and made a way. And and I have to say the family of God was my closest friends um, in church just supported me because I had no family and they were my family. It just, you know, it makes you realize that when, when someone goes through that, um, Instead of saying, let me know what I can do, um, Lloyd would uh, say, Barb, I'm coming to check the oil, Mm. or I'm coming to do this, what day is best? Or um, John Rankin would say, you know, I'm going to help you with, come and do the floodlights after work, I'm going to step by. What day is better for me to do that? Not, can I do it? Because it's, it's hard to ask for help. It's hard for me to ask for help. And so when people just offered things. Wow. And and even even here we are so many years removed from all this. I still see, you know, our audience is only listening. I'm sitting here looking at the two of you and and I'm I'm seeing tears welling up in the eyes and I'm seeing things this real real emotion that's that's still very much there and how it's impacted your lives in such a real way. That's really incredible. Yeah, um that's actually what I was going to say. I, I see from the two of you, you know, just the deep love that you had for your previous spouses and uh, that you still have. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thinking back on that time. And so I think that, you know, what that would make a lot of people wonder is, did you immediately know that you were going to want to marry again? Or did that take some time? Because when you have that deep love that you had for so long, so many years, you know, for me, it, it was a long, like in our home, in his office, I left things. It probably took me almost two years to really like go through his clothes and decide to get rid of them. Uh, for me, it was a comfort mm-hmm. to just leave things kind of how they were. Not that I didn't clean or anything, but you know, I mean, I just wasn't in a hurry to get rid sure. of his things. Totally Everything was... Yeah. 
I lived there by myself with, you know, Toby the dog, but, um, and, and it was okay. And it was, it was a comfort to me. For some people, it's very different. Um, my sister-in-law or her, when my brother died, it was, I need his stuff to be gone yeah. fast because very, I can't look at it. Yeah. So yeah. it's very Everyone different. Yeah. differently. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it was a probably five years wow. about. Yeah. Um, I sold the house finally because it was getting to be too much for me to do all of the grass and maintenance. And, um, and at that point, I think is when I started praying more specifically and mm. saying, God, I, I would like to share my life with someone, but <laughs> I I really want it to be a God thing. And so I don't want someone to set me up. I don't want to use a dating site. And there's nothing wrong with those things. I just wanted to know it was from God. So yeah. I wanted him to just orchestrate. Yes. Orchestrate. Wow. And just I wanted <laughs> that to be real clear to me. That is so beautiful. Um, Man. And, and the way it worked out, it it was. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a text out of the blue from this man. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So that takes us over to, to him, to where, <laughs> he, where was he was sitting different. at this time. <laughs> for, for me, it was uh, when Janetta passed, even though I had five years to kind of prepare mentally for that, you're never ready for that. And you're never ready to give up a loved one. And it was, it was the toughest time in my life, and and uh, I know I felt lonely. I felt empty. It was the first time in in fifty eight years that I I looked ahead and knew that I was going to be by myself. Uh, I lived at home all the way through college, and when Jeanette and we dated for four years, and. We were married. We moved to Kansas City. We were there for four years. We came back. I had always had someone by my, you yeah. know, by my side. So it was it was difficult thinking ahead that uh, that I was going to be spending the rest of my life by my by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I looked at the prospect of that, it, I I didn't really care for that. And Cliff, my son, had mentioned. He said, Dad, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. This was after Janetta passed. He said, it's one of those things where people who have had a really great marriage would love to replicate that. He said, you generally find people who have not had such a good marriage maybe do not want to get back into another relationship. Mm-hmm. But he said in his years of ministry and counseling, he said it's it's a fact that people with great marriages want to replicate that. So for me, it was something that, and yes, like a chicken, I text her, which that was probably one of the first texts I'd ever had. I love this. It's I, so cute. I text her, and I, uh, I text her and just said, Rick was one of my best friends, and— you're the only person that I can turn to as as a friend and 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 give me some um, some advice on how to handle this deep hurt that I have. Yeah. And we text back and forth a little and 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 then I said, hey, you know, if maybe at some point we can go we can go out and have dinner or whatever. And yeah. she responded back and 
said, well, before we could ever do that, we'll need to get the pastor's permission because working, <laughs> working for, working for CCS. And, and I get that. And, and it was a short period of time as well. And, um, so, you know, I, I had already, uh, gotten a permission, I guess, from, from the kids. Andrea, just a couple of days after Janetta passed, she was with me when she passed. And, and uh, she said, Dad, you did everything right. You were by mom's side for five years. You were faithful. You were there holding her hand when she passed. You, you did everything right. So uh, mom would want you to be happy, and so do I. And uh, therefore, I think you should, should you know, find another person wow. if that's what you'd like to do. And... Uh, just within That's a couple so of days. Admirable. This was within a couple of days. Incredible. And she said, um, and I said, okay. And <laughs> she said, and furthermore, I've got a suggestion. <laughs> oh, no way. And she said, I think you should think about Barb Lau. Oh. And I said, where did that come from? You, you didn't really know Barb that well. She said, no, she helped with my... Shower, baby a, a shower, baby shower, and, and, and shower said she just after. seems really nice, and and That's said incredible. I think that would be that would be good. So, okay, and that wow. was really farthest from my mind at that point. And uh, a couple of days later, Cliff had gotten back into town, and he said, "said uh, Dad, he said you lived out your vows, you did everything that you should do, you were faithful to Mom, and and." Uh, well, I just think you need to be happy. You're still young. Oh. He said, you, you need to be happy. He said, I think you should think about uh, finding somebody if that's what you'd like to do. And uh, I said, okay. <laughs> and he said, and furthermore, he said, I think Barb Lau would be a, <laughs> would go. be a good oh prospect. And wow. I said, I immediately said, so you and your sister have been talking. <laughs> He said, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, we, we've never spoken about this before. Oh, wow. I oh, said, my goodness. I said, well, where did you come up with Barb Lau? He said, well, we were at the hospital. We'd come home to, to visit mom, and and you and her were down in recovery. She'd had a procedure, and so we were in the room by ourselves, and, and Barb came to visit mom, and so we had about a half an hour to talk, and he said, I think she would be good. And uh <laughs> so even in the even in the time prior to the loss, now looking back, Sister East, you said something earlier about how you see these miracles looking back, maybe not in the moment you didn't see them happening, but you you look back and you see them. It, it's almost like even prior to the losses, there were things that the Lord was orchestrating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to give you this time now together, which is just, it's so beautiful and just so um, incredible that our amazing Lord mm-hmm. <laughs> takes the time and that resource to put it all together so beautifully. God has a plan. Mm-hmm. So and when he sent you the first text, were you thinking, maybe... This is God doing what I, I prayed for. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think maybe. I, I just kind of like, wow, 
God, God answers with text yeah, messages. I think this is it. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I he texted me and I my phone was on silent from church. So he must have did it after church or something. And I didn't even see it right away. And then when I did see it, it was like, yes, okay. Oh, I probably derailed us, but this, I just had to know. Oh, no. It's like, yeah, the, no, what no. A, but it, like, like you had said, Ben, of God orchestrating things, after Rick passed, he and Mick were very good friends. Mick had done that golf outing yeah. to honor him. Yeah, um, incredible. And for the school, I mean, mm-hmm. as scholarship for, right. because I worked at the school. And so that was um, a really, when you look back, you mm-hmm. think, whoa, that all kind that of. That was woven in too. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. yes. So, uh, I mean, one of the questions that, that, that we had presented to you all here, it, and it, it's just so incredible to me was, you know, it was almost like what beside the physical attraction, the personality attraction, those sort of, you know, kind of surface things that we think of in in an attraction. Uh, you know, the question was, what part did the losses that you each had individually play in your coming together? And what I'm hearing you say now is that it actually was the very thing that brought you together and the other things mm. were compounded onto that as uh, as part of your overall relationship. But, I mean, so sitting here today now, having been married for how many years now? Six. It'll be six next week. Hey, that was a quick answer. You, you did good. <laughs> <laughs> next week, well, happy anniversary. Next Friday. <laughs> Excellent. Very, very great. Very cool. So, but sitting here today now, I mean, could you ever have thought that that the pain of the loss would be the very thing that would bring you to a place of such happiness. No, it was, Mm-mm. it was, I mean, it's a miracle in itself. I, I, mm-hmm. I look back and, and, uh, I've been blessed twice and, and I, I look at, at Barb as a blessing and, and, uh, I've been, I've been blessed. Uh, like I said, I've been blessed twice. and God's good. Mm-hmm. That's faithful. So true. One interesting thing when he mentioned the kids, you know, suggesting me when I was going to kind of meet everyone or get together with everyone for the first time, um, uh, the kids had said, "Well, you know, we wanted some references and a resume, and <laughs> you know, just teasingly." Well, I bid on that, and so I went ahead and had. <laughs> Several <laughs> friends write references. Oh and my goodness! I updated my resume. Oh, <laughs> so that's fantastic! When we met at a, I think it was at a trampoline park, so uh-huh. the kids could sure. have fun, and I brought all that in a official the envelope. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! And um, of course, I brought some goodies with it that. That, know, never, that never hurts. That never yeah, hurts. Right. But um, some bribery. So uh-huh. it was kind of fun, just to, to kind of lighten lighten things a little bit. I it loved, was funny. I loved seeing how I, re- I remember that time, like when you guys first were kind of hanging out and coming together, and just sort of watching from a distance. I loved seeing how the the friendships that you all had when you were married to your other previous spouses, they just sort of continued. You just jumped right back in when you all were hanging out you know, newly dating and then early married, just picked up where he left off and they just it, welcomed y'all in. And It was mm-hmm. one of those things where when we were finally able to nail down Brother Mooney, he was driving. I said before 
I would ever do anything with with dating someone or or anything along those lines. I said I, I'd want to get your feedback, your permission, and uh, I said there's a there's a young lady at church. That no, I, you said an older widow woman or <laughs> no, something. <I> <laughs> <laughs> well, you did say something about widow. I don't think I you think said that, a young lady. I think that was. I think he's trying. Maybe not. He's trying Maybe not a young lady. A little. You know, it's I, our anniversary is coming. He's trying to get points. I don't think I said I don't think I said an older widow lady. But anyway, okay. Well, uh, whatever I think it was, you said a widow. I think maybe, you did you know, say a widow. I said there's someone, and, and this is, had not been a long time after Janetta had passed. And we were both concerned about that, what people would think. And we didn't want people to think that, you know, that I was out chasing Barb or that she was chasing me. And and so when I finally was able to get a hold of Brother Mooney, I think Sister Mooney was in the car as well. You know, I I mentioned this and he said, well, if you don't mind me asking, who's, who's this lady? And I said, Barb Lau. And he immediately said, yes, yes, yes. He said, that wow. would be great. And I could hear Sister Mooney in the background going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it too. And, yeah. and, uh, and I said, it's not, been, it's not been years. It's not been months yeah. since Janetta passed. He said, oh, no, you're so wrong. He said, you've been losing Janetta for five years. Mm. And uh, so what? Uh, it was something that uh, he said, no, I think it's a great thing. And uh, he said, I think you should, you should definitely pursue mm-hmm. it. And, and so immediately, I think I text. I may have even called that time. <laughs> called Barb. And, and uh, so that was kind of the springboard after, after getting his blessing because I already had the kid's blessing. That's such a beautiful story. And, and, you know, it, it kind of makes me think, you know, at this point, and, you know, we, I, I feel like we could sit here and talk all day about this incredible, beautiful story and the way God orchestrated it. But, um, you know, you both had this lifetime love, this, this till death do us part with, with your prior spouses. And um, you, you have this amazing love now between the two of you. How has your outlook changed just in general on, on the gift of marriage from what you thought of marriage when you had the first marriage and now after the loss coming together? How has that changed your perspective just on marriage in general? I think a big thing is um, how fragile life is. I think you're reminded of that and that every day is a gift. Um, and that we try to make the most out of every day. We've tried to um, do fun things more, maybe. Um, uh, The other thing I think is anytime when someone marries, there's compromises, adjustments, those kind of things. And I think we've both realized that some things just aren't worth 
get in my way about. You know what I'm saying? It's just easier not worth to forgive the, and just, yeah, and it's, it's just okay not worth if the, the paper fuss. towels are on the countertop. Yeah, it is. it's yes. okay yes. if the paper towels are out. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking before we started recording. <laughs> so. She's had to, to learn to deal with my OCD. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. it is important that the lines in your lawn are straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that you alternate when you mow. Those, those are important things. And she's come to, I'm not well, sure. He, she's totally embraced that. No, she's, but she's and he'll get irritated that maybe I didn't turn the light off or sure, yeah. whatever. And probably years ago, I maybe it would have been, I can leave it on if I yeah. mm, but, set you off a little more. Yeah. yeah. And now it was just, you just, and kind now of I just let her it. leave it on and turn it off myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's not a big just, deal. Things but, that you just learn to, it's not, it's just not just worth don't it. Yeah. Some of that, I think, yeah. it's, I think yeah. it's, it's the aging and the maturing process as you get older. Sure. But, you know, some people, as they get older, they get crankier about those things. And it's, you just learn from the loss of a spouse that, some things just aren't worth mm-hmm. arguing over. Yeah, kind of like when parents say they choose their battles mm, with kids. Go. I think yeah. it's sure. similar. It's like sure. it's not. This isn't going to matter because the time that you <laughs> the time that you have together is it's so precious. precious. And mm-hmm. and really, no matter how old you are, you know, mm-hmm. newlywed, Stacey and I've been married twenty years. You know, in the middle of our lives, no matter what. We really should, and I'm going to take that away from this conversation today, is moments together are precious. Mm-hmm. And let's spend those moments doing things that build one another up and that, that mm-hmm. you know, pour ourselves uh, into the relationship. That's, that's such a beautiful and an amazing lesson that you've, you've shared today. Well, I think we're, you know, kind of coming to the end here. So with our final thoughts, uh, there's without a doubt people listening today um, I'm sure a good number of them who have faced what y'all have faced and are probably wondering if there can be love after loss. What would you say to them? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I think kind of my mantra through Janetta's journey was God is a healer, God is forever faithful, and God is good all the time. And when you lose your spouse, God can heal those emotions, and God can 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 bring if it's His will, and through everything we need to pray for His will, uh, and just like God orchestrated us, if it's God's will, He'll orchestrate things and and put things in place, and and you'll find that that second love, and you know the important thing is to to know that you're writing new chapters in life. And you're not ripping out old chapters, oh. and you don't want to find someone who's who wants to rip out those old chapters. Uh, those need to stay intact and be embraced. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you find that person, you'll know it. And God's faithful. He's uh, He's been faithful to us. And and like I said earlier, I I feel like I've been twice blessed. And uh, and and I think prayerfully you know, asking God to direct you. But when it does come for you, I think, and we talked about this earlier, I don't know that it was in the broadcast, but honoring Mm -hmm. the other spouse and being able to um, talk about them. I mean, we have pictures of them in the house. Uh, Oh, that's so great. When we, um, 
when we first were married, um, I said to Mick, I said, I don't want the children to ever, or the kids, to feel like I'm trying to take Janetta's place. I want them always to remember Mama Nettie. And so I asked him if we could make memory books um, for the kids. Um, for the grandkids. For the grandkids. Um, and so we found pictures, we looked up pictures, and we had a, a nice hardcover memory book for each of the kids, pictures of Mama Nettie with each of them, and then pages that they could write, and um, and we wrote some things, had some things in it too, and and so I think for them to understand that I I'm not going to take her place. I want you always to be able to talk about mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. and remember how much she loved you. Um, I love that that they could still come to your home and see her mm-hmm, and not feel like mm-hmm. she just got taken away and nobody can talk about her. No, and we laugh about things that happened with them. And I think that and every, that's real important. The anniversary of of her passing, we uh we celebrate. That's when we gave the the, the memory books, books the mm-hmm. first year. It's kind of an odd celebration. We the first part's not odd, but we we go to the cemetery and and uh release balloons oh, wow. with notes yeah. that the, each of the kids write. And oh. uh, kind of the odd part is how we finish <laughs> the evening because it's generally the same time frame that McDonald's brings back McRibs. <laughs> and that was... Jeanette loved McRibs. Odd, oddly, enough, <laughs> oddly enough, she loved mystery meat. And, and so we celebrate by having mystery meat wow. at McDonald's. Well, Brother East, if, there, if there's anything, having known you, really for for my whole life if there's anything that would have disappointed me about this if it is if there wasn't something that was a little bit odd there you go. <laughs> something that was just a little That's bit exactly right. yeah. wow well so. what, what i'm hearing the word honor it it just throughout the course of our conversation has just surfaced so many times in my mind that you honored your first spouses and and their journeys uh, whether it was five years or or one day, and then you honored one another in the approach to to your new relationship. You you spoke with Pastor Mooney and did all that right. You honored your children and in, in, in their desire uh, to see you um, happy and and to see you move into a new chapter of your life. I mean, just honor, honor, honor your your uh, your spouses that had gone on to be with the Lord. I mean. Mm-hmm. Over and over again, there's just this honor. And so there's nothing that I would like to do more on behalf of Stacy and myself and this great church that we're so um, honored to, to serve, but to honor both of you today. So thank you so much for being here and, and for joining thank us. For thank us you for letting us Thanks for being yeah, with absolutely. us. One thing I would like to ask, Brother East, would you mind... Uh, wrapping us up with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the blessings of, of each other. Uh, you've been good to us. You've been faithful so to us. You're a mighty Savior, and hopefully what we've been able to share uh, will we'll help someone in some way. And again, we thank you for all your blessings that you've bestowed upon us. And, and uh, we love and appreciate you, and, and thank you for your goodness. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Well, it has been great having you on This Is Family. Thank you very much. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a few moments to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you don't already follow Calvary on social media, make sure you like, subscribe, and share on your favorite platform at Calvary Tab Indy. We hope you'll join us next month for another episode of This Is Family. For now, we say farewell and we pray God's blessings on your family.